This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello and welcome to Memory Lane. Each episode, I take a trip down Memory Lane with a very special guest as they bring in four photos from their lives to talk about. To check out the photos that we're talking about, they're all on the episode image and you can also see them a bit more clearly on our Instagram page. So have a little look at Memory Lane podcast. Come on, we can all be nosy together. So what is our first photograph we're going to look at today? This is taken in the school hall of uh, my primary school. Oh, I thought it was like someone's front room. Well, did your primary school have this? There was a time when I went to school, there was this like hangover from the 70s where there were these like really psychedelic, bold prints. Yes, those curtains are key 70 curtains. Yeah. Um, Bold orange, red and brown curtains. Which in a way now would be styled in a way that would look quite... Um, They've come back. It would look back. quite stylish, yeah. yeah. It would look quite trendy. But then it was like, oh, these curtains are so embarrassing. So what year was this then? It might be a couple of, It might be 92. How I'm old are you? I think I'm about eight or nine. Do um, you remember it being taken? Vaguely. I think because we're wearing our white shirts, it might have been because I was on the cricket team, almost as a laugh. And one of the teachers thought it'd be a good for, it'd be good for me to do some sort of sport or to feel comfortable with some sort of sport. Mm-hmm. And so they got me on the cricket team, but I was always messing around and I didn't really fit in with the other boys. All Did there. you like your school? No. Primary school I didn't like at all. Oh, really? Really insecure during primary school. Yeah, right through? Really. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, never really settled, never felt comfortable. There were flashes of times when I did, and obviously you're learning quite a lot, but I didn't... Um, yeah, I felt much more comfortable at secondary school, actually. And it was immediate when you went to secondary school? Yes, because I think I was like, I've done this kind of period of like... Fee- I always felt more grown up than I was. Yeah. I just felt like an old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. at primary school I was bullied by the girls. Oh, God. <laughs> Bullying is just awful. <laughs> just that, yeah. School is just Lord of the Flies. I mean, it's it really horrible, isn't it's it? hard. I was talking to a friend of mine. He's a dog trainer, mm-hmm. and he says dogs are awful to each other. And I'm like, yeah, that's what all humans are like. All animals. But are we like. all pretend that dogs are like and children. Hey, kids don't see difference. Kids really see difference. Kids love to find <laughs> yeah, anything find they can any, to any evidence of difference, and yeah. they'll go in. And I was totally different. Mm. Um, not totally, but I was very different. I think. And you from were a young age. And you were. Confident in that at home or just working it all out? To an extent and working it out. But yeah, I didn't understand why. Like, why does no one want to be my friend? Mm. Just because I'm interested in Noel Coward. No, I wasn't interested in Noel Coward. I'd have been your friend, Tom. You would have been my friend. I'd have been a great friend. We could have sang Noel Coward songs. That would have been much more fun. Yeah. At primary school. (laughs) Yes. I I think I just, yeah, I was just sort of interested in kind of humour and quirky things and yeah and uh, when more cultured more cultured you and kind of cultured. geeky I suppose yeah which now I think is celebrated a bit more I think if you have a seven year old who likes watching sitcoms from <laughs> I think it's so great age yeah yeah that they're kind of a lot more like oh this is their thing that's great some kids like this some kids like but back yeah. then it was like go outside and play yes and well sport is so pushed upon children yeah it's so weird like, my son isn't remotely sporty and really? it's always like don't want to play football don't want to play football why don't you play football you should be playing football in a way he probably would like cricket it's a slightly different sport but he's just not remotely interesting really you can't sort of force it yeah I think that was for me as well the fact of like it's like go on you kids you love playing football yeah. don't you and I was like no 
No, I don't, I don't really. Actually. Stop telling me what I like and yeah. what I don't like. Yeah, well, you have to wait a long time before you can say that. Yeah, you do have to wait a long time. Mm. And I think childhood, you're sort of going like, all right, yeah. No, Jeez. exactly. And I spent most of my time, um, I got, I decided I nominated myself as a um, tidy opera of various kind of cupboards around the school. Oh, and great. There was a, yeah, like so a Marie Kondo of the school. I was like a Mar- Marie Kondo yeah, of the school. Because it meant I didn't have to go outside at break time and I could just be tidying cupboards on my own. I just oh, remember that. Just thinking, does this spark joy? Does right. this spark joy? We'll keep it. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing more lovely than organising stationery. There is I mean, nothing more satisfying. It's such a pleasurable thing to do. I would have cleaned that whole school top to bottom. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Pencils in appropriate colour-coded cups. Lovely. Yes, please. So this is you now up in secondary school. Yes. And how are you... Early so, on there now? So either year that... 10 or year 11. Okay, so you're pretty much 11. coming to the end of your GCSE. 16, you? I suppose I am there. And I've got to the drama colours on my um, top pocket. Um, I don't remember this photo being taken. This was something that somebody showed me recently. You look very dapper. Do I? Yeah, you do. And look at your shiny shoes. Oh, yeah, I think Dad would have shined those. I mean, they've but, been um, beautifully shined. And your hand in your pocket like a soldier. I, I liked, I think I was probably trying to emulate a, a Victorian First World soldier. War. Yeah. <laughs> Some sort of Victorian soldier. Some sort of and, brigadier. And I'd learned about slicking your hair back because I like Noel Coward. And ah. no one slicked that. That was very unusual, I should point out. Like now, slicking your hair back, having unusual hair, being quite extrovert is de rigueur. Mm-hmm. Even saying de rigueur at that time. <laughs> would have got quite, you a kicking. Would have got you really <laughs> quite badly beaten up. Um, and so I felt quite bold at doing that. People were like, why you got your hair like that? It doesn't suit you like that. Why have you got your hair like that? Oh. And so I take Brill Cream, which is a, bit, which is a horrible greasy substance, yes. and slick my hair back. And people are like, why do you do your hair like that? I think it looked much nicer if you did it. I was How always... did they want you to have your hair? Like all the other kids. Which was what? Um, always brushed forward and gelled. I see. I think, I think it was called a French crop, but I don't really know what that means. Yeah, you see, it was mullets when I was at high school with a little perm at the back. Oh, Kerry. <laughs> I thank God I did. Thank God. I mean, I, you really feel like you've lived through something when you've lived through mullets. Yeah. Well, people at the time like... I've got, I'm getting it done this weekend. Well, I remember when Darren Lord got the back of his mullet permed and me and Jackie um, and Lee Travers, we were going to knock for him. We knew when the neutraliser would come out and the rods would be out. And we were like, let's knock for him at 10 past six because that's when He'll we'll be. see Pete perm. Or maybe that's when the rods were in. Anyway, we worked it out, the timings, because we all had Saturday jobs in hairdressers. So we knew oh. the timings. And we were like, right, if the rods go in at half four and then you've got to neutralise and then if we knock for him about... Yeah. Quarter past six, yeah. he left the rods in. And we, he had to open the door in his rollers. And we oh, ripped the piss. No. We ripped the piss. <laughs> Hair in high school... Big deal. ...is a big deal. It is a big deal. I worry that the environment is a tiny bit damaged by the 80s super soft uh, oh, generation. The what, hairspray. That's what melted the ice caps. I think it might have had a... Greta Thunberg mm. needs to reach out to those perms. That generation specifically. CFCs. Yeah. That mm. did the DA, you know, the duck's ass thing on the front yeah. of the hair. And uh, sprayed it solid. What was the spray of choice? Not Elnet. Super, super soft. Super soft. It was cheap. Elnet is the, is the one. Oh, that. that's fancy. That's for that's, mums. That's for mums, yeah. <laughs> They've changed the packaging on Elnet, but it used to have that woman with like... Oh, we still a, got that. I've used it still got that woman with the blow mum. wave. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hasn't changed in the 60s. It looks and like Audrey Hepburn on the Look, Audrey, yeah. And that feeling of like gagging, like on it, like my mum getting ready for work or if my mum and dad were going out and watching them get ready and, my, and it'd be like, ah, 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 ah. 
<laughs> and the smell of it is so distinctive. Yeah, so distinctive. That so you went the Brill Cream, which I, get, I think as a product is also very distinctive. What, Brill Cream? Yeah. The smell and the texture. And yeah, it was horrible, really. But there was... Retro, but, though. Very... It was, that's why I did it, very yeah. retro. And I spent all my spare time going around retro vintage shops trying did to you? buy Victorian clothing. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Where? Um, I'd go to... There's one in Victoria called Cornucopia. And there was one... In, and I'd go to Portobello Road. And I'd go to... Um, uh, Islington had That's a quite away from here. My mum would be like, where are you going? Oh, so you don't, go get... by, don't go by, no more shit. <laughs> I bought a pair of trousers once. Like, don't bring them in the house. They'll bring the rats in. Oh, wow. Um, you see, my mum had a stall at Portobello Road when I was growing up. So really? all that vintage clothing stuff was my world. Really? Yes. Selling vintage clothing? Selling vintage clothing. She had a stall on wow. Goldbourne Road, which is at the top yeah. of the Portobello Road. Yeah. And she sold 40s, 50s and 60s clothes. What I did get from that is my dad taught me to do this. He said, well, if they've got if it's got five pounds on it, go, will you take three? Oh, he taught you to haggle? Yeah. And you, are you a confident Yeah, and I was hagg- 15 doing it and going, well, can I give you, will you take three? And it worked? Yeah, because you, you always know, like, if you don't want it, you just go, no, I'll leave it. Yeah. Walk away, there's no shame. Oh, and that's a good life skill, isn't it? Yeah. I always yeah. thought it was a shame you couldn't do it in shops. Well, you know, you can do it. People say you can do it. Well, they say that, but I'm, I've never tried it. Who's doing that in imagine? M&S? Uh, can you imagine the <laughs> telemarketer suspenses? All right, so that's 30 quid. Will you take 25? <laughs> As if the person's going to authorise that. That's nuts. Did you like your school uniform? Um, I didn't like the scratchy polyester of the blazer. No. I did like the fact that we had blue blazers. I thought that was quite sharp. Because well, mine was navy and I had lots of issues with navy for years after. Really? Yeah, I just associated it with school. Uh, ours was a royal blue. Yeah, with it's a, a charcoal lovely black, blue. charcoal black trouser. And, um, and you've got no issues with blue now. No, I love it. Mm. And was that a nice school badge? I can't quite see the detail. Um, it was, but it was only when I was head boy in the sixth form that I bothered to find out what it actually meant. Um, uh, hick, hick, hick. We didn't do Latin at our school. We barely did French. Well, weirdly, we did do Latin for it, like you? a year. Did you go like to the first school? year. No, I went to a really shitty comp. But oh, for some God. reason, we did Latin. I, I think it probably got dropped the year after I left. It was on its way out. I think they just felt that Mr. Hoyt, who'd been there since yes. like the 40s, yeah. that it just seemed to retirement, let him do it. And in a way, I sort of, we had a teacher like that who um, insisted we had a Steinway grand piano in the in the main wow. hall. Wow. Um, See, these teachers, they do keep the standard. I think people like could be quite, yeah, they keep the standard. I think mm. people would be quite dismissive of them. But things like that, well, things like classics. That's the subject that you should apply to do at if you want to go to Oxbridge because right. not as many people apply to do classics. No, so you've got more of a chance of getting in. No, or anthropology. You know those kind of subjects that like posh kids know about. That yeah, us didn't know about. It's always with you, isn't it? Your school days. That's why it feels like a huge pressure when you're like picking schools for your kid in as oh. much as you can, and you think, oh god, if I, I've got to, their school life has to be so this or that. Oh my goodness. But in a way, it's kind of it will be what it will be, like it has been for us. Yeah. You know, it's sort of probably fine. Yeah. You know, you think you can kind of engineer it, but when you look back, you go, oh, it was chaos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But you look happy in that picture. Do I think I was very posy in that picture. Yeah, but was... in a nice way. It doesn't look overly contrived. You just look like a content young man. I mean, there was... At the beginning of his life. There, I think I probably was quite content. You know, you go through... Wa- do you do this? Or oh, I go through waves of going, oh, I know who I am at the moment. Yeah. And other points are like, what am I doing yeah, in my life? absolutely, yes. And other points I'm like, I know what my focus is. I know who I am. Nothing else is going to rail yeah. me. And then other times I'm like, everybody else is so much better than me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that but was on a that calm day, moment. That was a good day. I think my friend Jo who took it, I think she were, was a good friend and I think I probably felt quite content about that. But there was, I mean, when you think about it, that was a young man, 16, you know, people are having experiences in their mm-hmm. private lives and their social lives. Yeah. I was not. 
No, I think that a lot is... of people were not. <laughs> a lot really, of people yeah. pretend that they are. And I was resisting any <laughs> suggestion that I might explore that or go near that. That was very much all of that era. Was Had you come out by this age? No. Oh, madam. really? But um, <laughs> no, madam. Um, but I. But I mean, one might say one didn't, doesn't need to when right. one's sticking one's hair back with real cream, they're old coward. This looks like something from You'll Greece. You'll see me. You'll see me. Yeah. Oh, look at the dicky bow. This is when it was going quite extreme. And this was when people were definitely... I mean, that looks like a proper... When that first opened, I thought you were going to show... Like, it was a picture of your grandparents or something. Because you, because <laughs> it's, it's black, black and white. For some reason. I yeah, don't know it's black why. and white. So it immediately makes you go, oh, it's an old shot. It does make it look really retro. It's like something out of The Shining where the bloke's looking mm. at yeah. himself in the, in the past. Of it. Yeah. yeah. And those were um, my friends. And they were, like, clearly much more confident in themselves. They were having... I don't necessarily think I'd agree that she seems confident. She looks That's a little subdued. Really, she does look a bit subdued there. We she were looks quite, almost tearful, I'd we say. Were, we, were very, we were best friends and we were both sort of outsiders. Right. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if she was having a bad time on that day. She does look a bit sad in that photo. Um, but And what's um, the event? It's someone's birthday. And I can't remember whose birthday it was, but it was in, I remember the kitchen, it was in like Bexley Heath way, sort of yeah. Sidcup way. You yeah. You went to drama school. Yes. And it's in the kitchen of, of someone's party. And I would go to parties and, um, and I'd say to my dad, will you wait around the corner? Come pick me up in half an hour. Oh, really? So and you in. always did that? You just didn't Yeah, and I was stay. happy. Then I was like, a lot of the time I was like happier to stay indoors. I always felt like I needed to stay indoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, if I don't stay indoors, what will, will mum and dad be okay? Right, Weird. yeah, like, well, anxieties. Yes, anxiety. Like, well, yeah, what, textbook what? anxiety. Is that textbook anxiety? I would have thought so. Yeah, worrying about um, these sort of things, like things. trying to control. I remember things. going through a phase with my childhood where I was like, I can't see or witness an experience if my mum hasn't. We have to have shared experiences. Oh, that's interesting. Do you get very attached to your parents when yes. you're sort of going through that kind of anxiety. Yes. Yeah. You might say still going through it. And I still live <laughs> with them. <laughs> um, so, what year would that have been? That would have been um, around about two thousand. I was going to try to. Yeah, because that's funny if that is Sidcup, because I was at... Probably like, around we the corner. Talking, I might well have been around the corner, although yeah. no, I was in Sidcup a, bit, a few years before. Um, but it, the people in the picture do look like they're having a good time. They look like normal teenagers having a lovely time at a normal teenage party. And there's a prominent pint of beer Yes, in, in Graham's got a pint of beer there. Did you drink? Um, no, I didn't like to drink. I didn't like to drink, mm. really. No, I didn't. Was it quite a boozy teenage scene? Yeah, like very a... boozy, yeah. Uh, I think I might have started to drink maybe a beer. Mm. I never had an allowance, really. And I did start to work. Um, what were you doing for work? I went to work in Sandridge Park Golf Club as a dessert waiter. I mean... What's that? Uh, it's a golf club which has a... Uh, What's work. a dessert waiter? I'd go around with a dessert trolley. But why only the desserts? Because I wasn't trusted to take anything home. Oh, Tom, that's so niche. <laughs> that's so yeah. niche. Because so waiter is a waiter. Why only one course? Yeah, that's all I was allowed to do. Load up the dessert trolley and then wheel it round when people were ready for it. It does sound fun, wheeling around. And it couldn't have been camper. And like I say... Did you go full Mrs. Overall? I mean, I mess well done. It couldn't have been more like the signs were there. I mean, people knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People knew they just didn't want to acknowledge it. I cannot believe that that was your first job at school. I mean, that's a great job. That is camp, isn't it? There are times when I look back on things and I go, oh, yeah. Have you talked about that in your stand-up? No. I mean, what a missed opportunity. Maybe I should talk a bit about it. That you were... First jobs, yeah. Yeah, in charge of the dessert trolley at a golf club. All right, expect a section on that in my new show. (laughs) And the dicky bow's bold, isn't it, here? So then, so what you saw before with the slick back hair... Yes. Obviously, I was somewhat curtailed by... The um, 
school uniform. But by the time it came to sixth form, I could wear bow ties. Sartorially, you went for it. And people were like, my family were very much like, oh, I just wish he dressed like normally. And so I think they wanted me to look nice, basically. But this I is suppose, what, in the early noughties? Yeah. So what was normal? I mean, what would have been the... Again, like, it's quite laddie. Right. Or Spice Girls. Right. But as a lad, you couldn't be interested in the Spice Girls. I mean, that sounds... Very different to now. I mean, I'm sure there's It depends still... where you grow up. Yes, I think that's true. Because you grew up in sort of suburbia, I don't know, it's kind of a bit more straight and yeah, generally yeah, the, you know, yeah. all the choices. Whereas I grew up in London and people were wearing retro gear. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a bit more... I, I mean, I, I am from suburbia, but it was a bit more in. A bit You're more, a bit more in. in, yeah. And it just... You did have, like, the grunge ones and the retro yeah. ones and the... You yes. know, there was little tribes. We had a bit of grunge. Yeah, we had a bit of a grunge one. And we had another group, which was the Cool Girls, which um, my friend called the Hair Bands. Right. they always had hair scrunchies. Yes. Um, the Hair Bands. Because um, Bri- in Mean Girls, they like the plastic, so Yeah, they? it's very like So that. that's kind yeah. of, you know, teen tribes. But Brie and I, who are next to each other there, we felt very much like outsiders at times, and so we had a great connection. And we're still very good friends now, bestest friends. So you've really kept friends. your friendships from your... Quite a few of them, yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. I mean, people I don't see that often, I still feel a uh, connection to, I suppose. I wouldn't, if I saw them t- tomorrow, I wouldn't feel like... Uh, oh, this is weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Do you think that's because you live where you grew up? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Because I never see anyone from that. I've got one mate from school. Oh, really? Yeah, I never see any of them. Really? Why? Did you want to get rid of them? I just moved out of where I grew up mm. and then didn't really keep any connections with it. It just fizzled out over the years. So um, I was curious about this thing you said about you. So you attended parties yes. because you wanted to feel that you had attended, yes. but then you'd shown your face and then you were I like... Leave. So yeah. you could get a photo of me. So I was there. Yeah. I was definitely there. Did my toe in. And my, do you know what, as well, contrary to primary school, at secondary school, my um, my friends were very inclus- inclusive. Right. Very nice people. Yeah. Particularly by the sixth form. So you I did want to hang out and see them. Yes. But I just didn't want to be there all the time. And I didn't really drink. Or I didn't feel comfortable with the idea of drinking. Um, but they wanted made up you them. there. But um, they wanted me there, which is very nice. Yeah. And I never felt, even though I was basically a weirdo, <laughs> like a striding, striving to be as different as possible, yeah. to mark myself as different as possible. And were you doing comedy or thinking about comedy at this time? I loved comedy at this point. Um, I loved comedians and I loved watching things that were comical, mm-hmm. but I had no... Um, Wherewithal to do it. No, there was no reference to do it. Yes. Because it was only the comedians you saw on television. I love Victoria Wood, I love French and Saunders, but the, the people like Jim Davidson, or yeah. like they were, I was like, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so you didn't join the dots until later? A lot of dots came to And also, I was very much in denial about being gay then. Right. Very, like, totally just wanted to get rid of that. Yeah. Amputate that. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, I, I don't know, I just wanted to be asexual. Right. Really. Um, that takes a lot of energy if you're kind of yeah. busying yourself with something. You're not going to go... And also, I'm thinking about taking up stand-up comedy. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. When I got to my early 20s, about 21, 22, that's when it all sort of came together. Right, okay. And stand-up became a sort of response to... Oh, I've been burying all these things about myself. I've been channeling all my energies. And you could put tidying. it all into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now I could suddenly... Well, not all, but I felt like I could start to. Mm-hmm. When did you start comedy? How old were you? 21, 22. Oh, that's and young. And I started doing it in a way that was kind of quirky and people seemed to like that when I first started doing it. But then I started going... And then I did well in the competitions and people were booking me for clubs. Yeah. But the clubs were not... Like, they did not want to hear about my tidying fetishes. <laughs> I cannot think why. They Can you imagine, like, those sort of brawly, drunk groups, largely men yeah. in male-dominated rooms, did not want to see a 22-year-old gay man from London who sounded posh, who couldn't explain why he's not from a posh background, mm-hmm. talking about being sort of vaguely asexual, vaguely 
Um, it's a lot to take on. It's a lot to take on when you've in got, like, de la Juge, when you've got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you've got when you've got when like, you just a seven minute set. Yeah, a seven minute set. Just make me laugh. Be a bit rude if you like. Yeah, basically, I think so. That's when I. It took me about ten years after that, and then I was like, just get on stage and do something straightforward. Well, there are these with. different little like. There's always been that sort of feeling that the things that are celebrated, say, at the Edinburgh Festival, are not necessarily yeah. celebrated at Jonglers. Yeah, there's always been that slight different kind yeah. of voices in Definitely. these different areas of it. Definitely. And if you are doing the self-expression creative route... Well, I was at that point, yeah. yeah. I think the learning well, for me was about bringing the two together. So. Yeah, I think, yeah, I hear that. I, me too. It's funny when you show a photograph to somebody else. Exactly, especially because you are wearing a dicky bow in it, and it does... Like, your friend's dress looks a bit retro too. I was, I was basically making myself seem as unsexualized as possible. Yeah. I think that was a totally desexualized. I think you failed. I think you look great. <laughs> I think you do look sexualized. Well, unfortunately, nobody agrees. <laughs> well, you're in the wrong room. <laughs> the wrong room, yeah. This is a brilliant photograph. I feel like I've seen it because it's a professional shot. Matt Crockett took this right. photograph. And um, he's such a great photographer. And he just came in. I can't remember why. He just wanted to take photographs of comedians. Right. Um, he does a lot of West End shows. He's a really lovely guy. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went in to do this one. And I wore my new suit. And it's... So this was a point when I think I did feel a bit more contented with myself. I can't... I'd done something as well that morning. So this is early in your career, but you're established. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was going from there to the... Go- it all ties up to the golf club where, my, where I used to work, where my dad is a member. Uh-huh. And we were going to Sunday lunch there with his mates at the golf club. And um, do you look back at the dessert trolley wheeler and just think, I, think I, I know you. I remember those days. I remember those days. I, yeah, if it was a movie, Dream I'd be like... Dream big, kid. I'd be like... It can all work out. Can all, you keep winning those tr- desserts around. <laughs> Maybe one day. I think you'll... it's a really lovely photo. It's um, a be- you look fantastic. Isn't it great when a professional photographer can capture you genuinely not quite posing. I mean, you are posing because it's lit properly and you look yeah. great and whatever. And yeah, it looks natural. I think I was genuinely pulling the tie up at that point. Yeah, and, that, that's um, the best. Took it. Like that famous, the Pet Shop Boys when the bloke's yawning. I like oh, pictures yes, like that. that's a great one, isn't it? Where yeah. you, it's properly a studio shot, yeah. but it's not one of the studio shots. Just being relaxed in that yeah, moment. exactly. I think that's a great picture. I suppose that's what I like in all things. I like in all things, really, is that uh, those moments where it's kind of perfect but actually there's something going wrong that's stand up yeah you're right. sort of pretending to be talking I'm just talking I'm just telling you some things yeah. but I am I have made those... the effort to travel here and get on a stage yeah exactly and that little throwaway thing I considered that uh, yes yes everything is <laughs> quite considered but exactly. it feels quite but I think yes you still have to have that anxiety or whatever it is that's yeah. motivating it and did you use that as a poster shot do you know I've never used it for anything oh is it not a workshop it? for a promotion or anything no it wasn't a promotion I wasn't oh I could see that, that on a programme I should use it a bit more, shouldn't mm, I? It's a really lovely photo. I could, such a I'd very happily look at that because you've got all that space above. You could have the name of your show. That could be your I talk. Think I wasn't going to Edinburgh at that point. Right. And um, and you're wearing a smart suit, which I think is very you on brand. Yes, I've always liked wearing suits. And that's always been your thing. And you always went on stage wearing a suit. That was never kind of like, oh, what shall I wear? I had a brief dalliance with an open neck shirt and a neck, a neckerchief. Right. Um, a neckerchief and, and a brightly, brightly coloured trouser. Again, people be like, oh, I don't know if I like those trousers on you. Oh, I don't know if you people are full of opinions. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you don't realise it when you're younger. And you're like, oh, I'm just doing my thing. Mm. I hope people re- respect me. Or I'm just doing my thing. And then people will be like, I don't... There's always feedback, Tom. There's always feedback. There's always notes. Yeah, from people who are quite... Not necessarily that connected to you. <laughs> no. Now it's even worse because of Twitter. They just and... like, you can go, I don't think that's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
But the suit's very you. It's a real... I like the sort of... Sensification. Sensification. And it's quite vintage Yeah. I like that vintage Well, it's ageless, in fact. That's what I tell people. Yeah. It's timeless. Uh, yes, you might think I'm dressed as Prince Albert, but... But um, I got this last week. I actually got this last week. That's the thing about fashion. You do time. rock a suit. Oh, I'd love to get a suit made. I've never had one. Do treat yourself. I know. Because Zoe and Suze have had suits made for, like, work stuff. Mm. I should. And they've said, just there's nothing like it. Get yourself a suit made. And you can really feel it when you do a corporate or you do a nice gig, a fancy mm. gig. Just dress up. Because I feel like those cocktail dresses never really... I never feel you like... You can have them tailored as well. That's yeah. what people forget. Oh, yes. Get off the peg and then tailor it. Mistresses are very yeah. clever. There's yeah. a whole world out there. There's a world of people out there waiting to help you. <laughs> so where are you in this picture? Well, this is when I'm in Crete. And I'm with my friend Brie, who you saw just a moment ago in the, uh, yeah. in the kitchen, at the party at school. Yes. And then the year before last, um, her dad is Greek, uh, from from Athens and Crete. And um, she'd always promised to say... She'd always, well, she'd always promised to say... Uh, come come one day and we'll go to Crete where my family have a house. Mm-hmm. And one time I just went, I've got to do this, I've got to go. And we had such a brilliant time. When was and this? This was the summer before last, so 2018. Oh, um, and it was so lovely. And we swam in the sea every day. And, um, and we just were really relaxed and we just talked. And she hired a car. And so we were driving around Greece, going to lovely restaurants. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, because um, her family owned Prima Donnas, which I think you've been to in West Wickham. Did I recommend that to you? Um, what's anyway, that? I don't it's know. It's a restaurant opposite West Wickham Swimming Baths. No, it's where I, I worked been after there. I worked at the golf club. It's the best restaurant in South East London. Oh, well, if I must go. Beyond. I don't know of it. You'll love it. Oh, um, okay. And, well, we had such a nice time. And we were driving through these mountains to see Bree's family, who have a house in the mountains. Um, and we'd been swimming in the sea. We'd been staying up all night the night before, just talking, getting drunk and talking to strangers. And then we were driving in the afternoon after... Um, we weren't. We'd, anyway, we were driving and then the car suddenly wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe it's not in gear properly. Try putting it in gear. So like, no, it still won't go. It won't accelerate. Anyway, we had a flat tyre. So we pull over. We have to pull over. And I have a look and it's like, it's a flat tyre. And it was completely, it really blown. Mm-hmm. Is that the expression? I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm not into motor things. Blown flat tyre. Yeah, let's go with that. Blown tyre. Um, and, and then I had to stand, we, well, Bria and I had to work out how to change a tyre, which is really difficult. Mm-hmm. And they don't really teach you how to do it. What? At comedy school? school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or in the lessons. Edinburgh. They don't teach you at Edinburgh Festival. They don't teach you at the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> that would be something you could actually like, feel less sense of achievement about. Yeah. yeah. Like, at least I've left here with something. I've never changed a tyre. It's, it's actually not so difficult. Flo, both our, the manager of both of us, uh-huh. taught me... The rhyme, it's not really a rhyme, but the, to remember, righty-tighty, lefty-loosey. Oh, righty-tighty, lefty-loosey, I know. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, that's a great Which... bit of technical, useful, practical advice. Well, I got the manual out of the glove box. Of so the... you couldn't get YouTube where you were in the mountains. Well, so that's so I got the manual out of the glove box mm-hmm. of the car, but it's all in Greek, literally. It's all Greek to me. Because <laughs> you are and, in Greece. And all the shapes of Greek letters look like triangles and squares. Yeah, I needed that non-verbal alphabet. reasoning. Yeah. I needed that non-verbal reasoning. <laughs> And so I couldn't know what to do. So I had to try and find reception, which I did not have easily, like one bar reception, to look up a YouTube video of a man in Milton Keynes talking about... Because that was like the... It was like the Fiat One What would something. you have done without YouTube? I literally don't know. You'd still be there now. Yeah, we'd just live there. <laughs> <laughs> On the side of a mountain. And also I've got a really big fear of snakes. 
Oh. And earlier we'd seen a snake crossing the road and I didn't like that. And I was like, at the side of a road, that's exactly where a snake is going to live. Yes. We're like crawling around in the bush. Like, that's If I was a snake, that's where I would hide. Yeah. And I'm here like an idiot <laughs> cr- on my hands and knees. That's where we're going to jump out and hit me. On, you hit look me like on. you're having a really good time. You don't look like you're having a crisis. Well, then we started laughing. Yeah. And it's one of those things when you know we were the best friend, an old friend. Yeah. Um, who you can laugh at. And we were just laughing about it. <laughs> trying, and we're hands covered in grease, trying to like think what we're supposed to do here. What do we do there? And we were so proud of ourselves. And you did it. And we did it. Wow. And then I insisted we take a photograph. Of course. Of course. Such a great person. I bet you time. felt like majorly alpha. I mean, uh, like and what? Charming, <laughs> I was like, Brie, take a photo of me. Like, didn't say, let's both have a photo. No. I was like, I will. You did it. Look You're like holding I'm, tools. I'm holding tools to make it look like I did it. Isn't that awful? What an awful friend I am. No. I don't know why she puts up with me. Look at me there in my espadrilles. And you look really happy. I mean, we're, I mean, I love a photograph in Greece. Everyone always looks happy in a photograph in Greece. Looks happy in a photograph in Greece. <laughs> yeah. Just happy. And wearing, like, not wearing a suit and not caring. Yes. I'd had that outfit on for two days. Let yourself go. No, I, yeah, I don't think I'd showered. I'd just no. sort of run in the sea and run back out again. Yeah. Just And just having the best time. Yeah. Um, because I didn't care. Yeah. And I think even though I like I like wearing suits and I like doing and all these things, I think actually to be free of care. Yeah. Would, you dropped all of it on that holiday. I just dropped all of it on that holiday. And it was a lovely feeling. And I go, mm. why aren't I like this all the time? Yeah. So, so you're going to chase that feeling. You know how to, you know how to get that feeling back now. You need to get out of suit, go to Greece, mm. drink a lot of yeah. booze, swim in the sea and yeah. get a flat tyre. Oh, yeah, wouldn't that be great? And have a practical kind of resolution to a problem. Yeah. To get that sense of achievement. Yeah. And go, yeah. this is me living the this dream. This is what I am now. This is who I am. I fix cars. <laughs> yeah. You could just move to Greece and become a mechanic. Do you know what? Do you know what? Come and see me in 10 years' time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing this. It's been such a pleasure. I appreciate it. Any time. And I haven't cried. Oh, God, it's worse. I mean, we don't need therapy now because we have podcasts, so we can get it all out in a podcast. And typically, as a stand-up, you asked to see some photographs. I've shown you only, really, photos of myself. Did you actually want photos of people in my life? No, 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 it was meant to be you. Oh, fine. Yeah, they're sort of... It suddenly occurred to me, like, oh, absolutely typical. You must see a very... No, I think my understanding is most people that they're... Actually, it's a good point. It never occurred to me, but I always expected... People to offer up pictures of themselves. Oh, you knew yeah. comics would be like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose you're probably surprised I haven't got a, like a gallery of pictures <laughs> yes, of myself. Your spotlight shot above the <laughs> telly. That's it for this week. The rest of Series 1 is available with all the photos on our Instagram page. And Jen and I will be doing new episodes every week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.